from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My, my boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! You just won a thousand dollars. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Hold on here. There's something I wanted to ask you about. Give me one sec. Oh, personal? No, not personal. Oh. Do you want me to ask you something personal? I don't really want to. I like the hoodie you're wearing. Oh, thank That's you. My, my hoodie's falling apart, though. What do you mean? I uh, thought that was in style. No, it's falling apart. You know, sometimes like they sell jeans that are like ultra ripped. Yeah, and you're like that shouldn't be that way. No, but then it's I, in style. I went to take this off one day and I grabbed it by the hood to hood. <laughs> why you say it like, I don't how do you say it like a booby? I don't know. I just did. <laughs> Maury, is that how you say hood in Hebrew? Hood. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I might be Jewish. I don't even know. Okay. Um, so you grabbed it by the hood. I, I, I grabbed it by the hood and I went to pull it over yeah. my head and I just pulled the entire hood right over my head and the shirt was still on. Like I pulled the hood right off. And so <laughs> and so Catherine had to bring it in and get it uh and get it sewn back together, but it's still falling apart. But I just love this hoodie hoodie so much. Yeah. Right? Now it looks like a schmata. What's that mean? Rag. Oh, jeez. Yeah. My hood, my, my hoodie is now a schmata. Is that how you say it? Well, you sound like I'm, like, I, I feel like this is Passover. I think. <laughs> Start singing the song for me then. Oh. Hava Nagila. No, the Passover. Don't, what do you do at Passover? Oh, Passover, we eat matzah. No, no, but what's, we, when do you, oh, you when, oh, there's the four questions. Manishtana, halayla, hazah, mikoh, halaylot, mikoh, halaylot. If you could work in a prayer for my hoodie uh, in that, I would be Wait, delighted. what are the four questions? Why is this night different from all other nights? Uh, yeah. What's the answer? Oh, I don't know. We don't read the answers. Oh. At mine. We just do the four questions and then skip ahead. Oh, but you don't know the answers. You know what, Maury? That explains explains so much about you as an adult now. So you have the four questions. No, I need to, first of all, Mocha, sorry to interrupt, but most families do read the answers. Oh. My family, we sing the questions and then move on to where it says the meal is served. But does anybody in your family know the answers? (laughs) I would have to call them and have Nana dig out the Haggadah and read it. Wow. Okay, so. Question number one is what? Why is this night different from and, all other nights? Okay, so you don't know the answer to that. Question number two is what? I think it's something along the lines of why do we eat bread that isn't leavened? Okay, yeah. and you don't know the answer to that? No, but well, I do. Which is? Because we had to rush through the desert because okay. people were following us, I think. You don't know, okay. do you? you, you just, don't know. Say, just say I don't <laughs> I know. No okay, question number no three idea. is what? Yeah, I don't remember. No, he doesn't Question remember. number four is what? Uh, redo question one. Yeah, he has no idea. He has no idea. You have no idea. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. All right, I have uh, one, two, three. I have four, four podcast reviews. Oh, yeah? I want to read to you, Roz. Good ones? Uh, yeah, these are great. Good. These are all from Apple Podcasts. Feel free to leave a rating and or review. Sam Khan 3 writes, your podcast is so awesome. Oh, hold on. Before I continue, yeah. the title of this yeah. says, you have ruined radio. Oh. 
Jeez. Your podcast is so awesome that it has seriously ended radio listening anytime before <laughs> 10 for my kids, LOL. Because if we're on your station and you even begin to speak, I switch a channel in case I get a sneak peek listen to anything, quote, podcast related. Oh my and my God. kids are so frustrated. Oh, my God. So what, you don't want to spoil the <laughs> podcast so you don't listen to the radio show, you dingbat? Yeah, apparently. Man, come on. <laughs> we love, love, love 92.5. <laughs> It's just a constant station jump when the, quote, talk comes on because, let's face it, it's literally the best part. My kids, even my six-year-old, know you from your first name, know you on a first-name basis. Keep it up. It truly is addictive. Best podcast ever. Oh, that's so great. JMJ604, subject line is best podcast in the world, period. Hello, Razamoka. My name is JT. I'm 39 years old from Vancouver, BC. Believe it or not, this is my first time I've ever written a review for anything. No lies. I love the show so much. I feel like I had to do something to leave my mark on the show. You guys are funny, smart, just all around amazing. I love the way you guys talk about your wife slash girlfriend and kids on the show. You guys seem so loving and just really genuine towards them. And it has influenced me in my personal life. So I want to thank you for that. Got to say, your wife slash girlfriend, pretty lucky to have you, LOL. I also want to thank you for being a part <laughs> agree, of my life. by the way. Uh, each and every day doing what you guys do. Also, a big congrats on your 10-year anniversary. I'm so happy for you guys and all the success that comes with it. Ooh, I almost forgot. Damn it, Maury, you're pretty cool too. <laughs> LOL, hashtag 10 more years. Anna Witt 19 writes... I've been listening to the Raz and Mocha show since they started, and now I don't spend much time listening to the radio in the morning. The podcasts have been amazing to listen to. You always bring tears to my eyes, and I can't help laughing out loud. I went to England for law school for two years, and your podcast kept me laughing while I'd walk back and forth from classes. Definitely made me more homesick, but so happy to be filled in with what was going on in the city. It's highly recommended. And I'll end on this one. JG RV 42 writes, <laughs> I look like a fool laughing in the car every morning. Razamoka are seriously the best. I cannot thank these two enough for what I call our quote therapy sessions in the morning. Thanks for making my rough 40 minute drive to work a bit better. P.S. Uh, Roz, you're my favorite. Oh, thank you. I so, uh, JG RV 42, thank you for that. Feel free to leave a rating and or review. We get these reviews off of Apple Podcasts. Matthew, can you come here? I have to read to you. Bedtime with the Damis on the Roz and Mocha show. They frolic in their underwear in downtown Toronto. Two men who are lovers who like to read in bed. So let's check in with the Damits to see what they have read. Uh, bedtime with the Dammit. We haven't done this in so long. <laughs> okay, so as we said, this is uh, Dammit Maureen, his husband Dammit Matthew, where they curl up in bed and they grab a children's book, like a classic or a contemporary, whatever it may be, uh, kid's book, and then Maury reads it and then they, they discuss the sort of learnings, the morals, the whatever it is of these books. Mm. And um, you guys have done Goodnight Moon, classic, The Giving Tree, classic. By the way, when they did The Giving Tree. Yeah. The Giving Tree. It's about a tree. How am I going to start crying? Oh, the leaves. Okay. Wow. Uh, so, <laughs> love you forever, which Maury couldn't get through without tons no, of tears. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. So because it so is many. back to school week, 
the book they decide to tackle today is called The Pigeon Has Gone to School. Oh. Matthew. Oh. Always torturing me. <laughs> it's time to read. Oh, my lord. Are you up? Yes, I'm up. Now I am. The book is called The Pigeon Has to Go to School. Too late. Rats. Why do I have to go to school? I already know everything. Go on, ask me a question. Any question. Well, I know almost everything. Does school start in the morning? Because you know what I'm like in the morning. It is not pretty. Oh, I wish... Pigeons me. <laughs> I wish I was a little chick again. A little... <laughs> A little itty-bitty, not-going-to-school, baby-waby pigeon. What if I don't like school? What if I really don't like it? What if I really, really don't like it? What if... Ah! What if the teacher doesn't like pigeons? What if I learn too much? Okay, I feel like you're going to have a heart attack. I think we can read it normally. <laughs> I, I don't understand. Are we yelling? Because he's yelling. No, the neighbors are going to be like, what the hell is going on? What if I learn too much? My head might pop off. I'm... Scared! What if I really feel like you're gonna have a hard time reading this story? <laughs> well, how am I supposed to get there anyway? What? <laughs> Step aside, coming through. The pigeon has to go to school. What do you think this book's about? <laughs> well, this bird thinks he knows everything. Okay, but what did we learn from this book? Honey, I didn't learn much. The takeaway is get your ass to school. Oh. This was a monologue from this bird. Because clearly the parents aren't there. Where are the parents? Where is the mother? How can the pigeon handle his stress? By lighting some candles, having a bubble bath, a <laughs> couple drops of CBD oil. <laughs> <laughs> Bad time with the damage, everybody! and mochas fix my life what advice can you guys give me okay so my question is my question is got a problem you can't fix Roz and mocha got you hi victoria it's Roz and mocha hi how you doing today good how are you good thanks for reaching out we're gonna try our best to help you all right okay so victoria you wrote us this uh here's my fml my fix my life i met a man from the USA on Tinder last August while he was visiting Toronto. We've talked almost every day for a year. We met up five or six times and he's been the one to come and visit me. I haven't allowed myself to develop many feelings for him because of the long distance, but I feel like I'm starting to develop those feelings. However, he also talks to other women. He still goes on dating sites and talks with other women. He tells me that he's just a guy who likes to talk and hasn't met any of them. I do believe him. So some of your friends, you say, uh, have told you that if you're having a good time, what's the big deal? And other friends think that you should end it. So what do we think is what you're hoping to find out, right? Yeah. Okay. Sounds to me like you have developed feelings. You really, really like this guy and you want to be exclusive. Yeah. Have you yeah. had have you had that conversation at all or no? Yeah, we did um, about three months into whatever you want to call it. So what's the agreed upon status of your relationship then? Right now, yeah. we're just seeing each other. What does that mean? I don't know. It's a good question. Like, what does that mean? You're seeing it, each other, but there, are, you, are you also seeing other people? I'm not, and he tells me he's not. But what's the but what are the the sort of parameters? Are you are you exclusive or are you casual? We're casual. Okay. Yeah. So so then it's but not, you haven't had the discussion on being exclusive. Sounds to me like you're just friends with benefits and he can go about his life when he's out there in the States or when he comes back to Toronto uh, to hook up with you. Mm -hmm. But you haven't had that full out 
you know, hey, I like you. I like you a lot. And I want it to be just us exclusively and see where this goes. No, I haven't had that conversation. Are you, are you, are you a hundred percent positive that you are more than his Canadian booty call? Um, no, no, you're not. Okay. Do you Uh, suspect that there are more? I don't know. He he tells me they're not. He tells me he's not. He tells me he just goes on other dating sites and talks to other women and doesn't meet them. But why? why? Here's my thing with that. Nobody wants to first, you, you can't be a pushover. You can't be somebody's stup. You can't be the person that is okay with your boyfriend still using Tinder. And I know it's fun and people don't use Tinder. Sometimes they just play Tinder where you're just out of boredom and you're swiping. And and I've heard all the stories, but once you start seeing somebody for the sake of your own feelings and their feelings and just kind of being a, just a, a, a normal caring person, get off Tinder. And it's very difficult because it's designed to be addictive right? Even if they have no intention of meeting somebody, telling somebody to delete Tinder and never use it again is a very difficult thing to do because it's addictive and it's tough. But I don't think that you're in a position right now where you're in a defined kind of relationship where you guys have, you know, said the I love you's and making plans for the future. And I think that you're not even a hundred percent sure that you're not anything more than his Canadian booty call at this point. Do you love the guy? No. No. Oh, okay. Okay. Do you still use Tinder? No. Okay. Do you still have it on your phone? No. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you guys were in a relationship, like solid relationship, and you're like, hey, my new boyfriend won't delete Tinder, then we can go down one road for that. But for something like this, I'm not 100% sure that you're not his booty call. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think you guys need to have a conversation on the exclusivity of your relationship. If that's exactly what it is that you want out of it, right? Yeah, and I think part of me doesn't know what I want. Yeah, but also then I'll side with your friend where it's just like, hey, if you're having fun and your feelings aren't getting hurt and you're not putting too much time or your effort or your heart into this relationship, then what's the problem? Yeah, you guys can be friends with benefits as long as that's what you both understand. Mm -hmm. Okay. You gave me lots to think about. That's tough, man. Well, thank you for reaching out, Victoria. Be in the booty call. Yeah. (laughs) It's tough. Go get you some, girl. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Victoria, we love you. Love you, too. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Our good friends Air Transat fly to over 60 destinations in 26 countries, and they got direct flights to 26 destinations in Europe. And Europe, a direct flight. God, that (sighs) is... That's, what it, that's the only reason to get on a plane. Right? Yeah. Okay. 26 direct like flights. It's so hard to come by, first of all, to get a direct flight. But when you do get the direct flight, it's such a lifesaver. Yeah. To Croatia, Paris, Athens, Dublin, Italy, Amsterdam, Portugal, Spain, London, and so many more. And we always say this. When you book with Air Transat, it's like you're already on vacation. Visit AirTransat.com. Air Transat vacation is calling. There you go. Hey, Mocha, let's yeah. take a phone call. Yeah. Yo, is this Baz? Yep. What's up? It's Raza Mocha. How are you? Oh, my days. Yes, I'm good. Thanks, you. <laughs> good, man. Okay, so you wrote us this. You got a problem. Uh, yeah. First of all, where where are you right now? What part of what part of the UK are you um, in? East London, like in Essex area. Okay, so you wrote us this, that, uh, uh, hey, Raza Mocha, I visited Canada in 2011 and heard you guys on the radio. Since then, I've been listening to your show at work for the past eight years. In fact, I make my staff listen to the show, too, on loudspeaker. Bless you. Uh, my <laughs> colleague and I cannot agree on how to say your name, meaning my name. 
Uh, is yeah, your name yeah. pronounced Roz like Mars? Like how you always say, or is it technically pronounced Roz like Saws, S-O-Z, which I don't know how that is even pronounced, uh, which my colleague thinks it is. As we're British, she makes fun of me for pronouncing your name the way you say it, like Mars, as she believes it's an accent thing and I should be saying it like Roz like Saws. Okay, first of all, I don't even know what you're saying, man. Okay, language barrier. Okay, so how do you say it and how does your colleague say it? Okay, so I say Roz, like the way you guys say it. Okay. But the way she says that I should be saying it is Roz. <laughs> Sounds the same to me. <laughs> so Roz and Roz. Okay, so go ahead again. Say Roz. Okay, Roz. So, as in, yeah, so if, if you're British, you'll say like Roz, R-O-Z. Yeah, Roz. But I thought, because your name is... Canadian, it's got to be Roz. Like <laughs> That's how I say it. I say I it Roz, not yeah. Rose. No, like are you okay? Are you saying Rose? No, no, no. literally Roz, R O Z, Roz. Yeah. Roz. Okay. Now say it the other oh. way. Roz. Okay. <laughs> I understand. What, I Do understand. You? Yeah. I don't. So to me, it one way the of same. saying your name is <laughs> you like stretch out the name a bit. You say it a little bit, yeah. a little bit. You take your time saying the name. Right. Whereas the other way, the Roz Saz way is way shorter. It's quick. It's like a bullet. Roz. Exactly, exactly. Or Roz. <laughs> okay, hold on though. Okay? No, Am no, I no. Right? It's the same pronunciation, man. But it's just... It's the way you say it though. Yeah. If your name is American or Canadian or whatever, uh. is your name Roz, but you're saying about that Roz because that's how you say it. <laughs> is your name supposed to be Roz? <laughs> like if a baby was born in the UK okay. and they want to name it your name, would yeah. they be calling it Roz or Roz? <laughs> Okay, I, I, okay. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm going to be straight up with you here, okay? I don't hear a difference sure. in the way that in the two. Really? No. Wait, I, have, a, I have another important Rose. question. Your name is spelled B-A-Z, so is it Baz yeah. or Boz? <laughs> yeah, definitely Baz, not Boz. Okay. Well, okay. So, but also when you say something phonetically, right? Like when you say, yeah. is it Roz like Saws and you wrote Roz like S-O-Z. Okay, if you're going to say Roz and you, 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 you sort of conflate it to another word that it sort of sounds like, like Saws, you would say S-A-W-S. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. like I'm, going, I'm going to the woodshed to get my saws. No, 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 not that word. Basically, what it is, the way we would say saws yeah. is saws, S-O-Z, in the British way. Okay. <laughs> that's a bad example if you're going to say saws, because that's not how we say it. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a word. No, but I'm telling you how to say my name. Exactly, which is Roz, right? Right, Roz like saws. <laughs> yeah. At like S A W S. Like you're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, that's, you're, what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. You're going to the shed to get your saws to chop up raws. Oh, wow. That's weird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just remember it. Just remember it that way. Just to confirm then. <laughs> okay. There's no way your name is Roz. Rose. No. Exactly. Perfect. That's exactly what I needed to hear. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, okay. So, did, did you win? Yes, I did actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey! Did Okay. Was there was there a bet in place? If so, what was that bet? It wasn't so much a bet, more just more principle, man. More just um, yeah. Now he gets to tell her to stuff. Ego, it. You know, all that, all that kind of stuff. Just you know, who's right and wrong in the office, man. Yeah. Now I hear you. We have that all the time around here. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Baz. Okay. Yo, much love to you out there in East London. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show. No problem. Right, Wicked. Thank right you. On, all right, later. Take care. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I got a bunch of audio here. Okay. And you could pick. This is like classic 
classic Razamoka. Um, let's go with the day that the show launched. Oh. Monday, August 31st, 2009. Don't even remember that. So I have three for you to choose from. Okay. One <laughs> titled, Roz Blacked Out in the Shower. Okay. The next one, Phil, Roz's friend from high school, calls the show. Okay. And one, Mocha talking about living in the basement. <laughs> Remember when you used to live in your mom's basement? Shut up. It wasn't that long ago, and it was temporary. <laughs> Let's start with that, because your life, I would say that your life has changed the most. Oh, easily. You, we started this show, you were living in your mom's basement with wrestling dolls and boxes. Hey, and action now figures. You, and now you have like a big old house, one kid, another kid on the way in a swimming pool. So and you, you're the Beverly Hillbilly of this show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So. Well, let's get in that DeLorean and hit the time circuits to uh, August 31st of 2009, okay? Yeah. It is the Roz and Mocha show. Oh my God, what happened to my voice? Is that you? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, how do my voice? I don't know. Dude. It is the Roz and Mocha Show. Good morning, brother. Good morning. Newest, newest morning show <laughs> in the T.O. Here's the thing with you. What? Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. Your voice sounds different, too. Yeah. Your voice sounds so different. Um, you're back in Toronto. We went over that earlier. Yes. I was uh, living out in Kitchener for about six years. Got the phone call. Will you come back to T.O.? Will you come back to Kiss 92.5? I said, hells yeah. One of the coolest jobs oh, on dude. the coolest station on Dude. the planet. Honest to God, this is my dream job. Doing mornings for my favorite radio station in the city that I grew up in, the city that I absolutely love. Making sacks of dough. Oh, buddy. Living I, a good life. <laughs> Man, I feel like I won Lotto 649. And now you're back living at home with your mom and dad. <laughs> Can I at least explain the situation? No. Before you explain the situation, because that's the thing. You got, you're living this fantastic life. You're going to be going and doing club gigs where there's going to, you're going to be leaving bodies no. in the street is what you should be doing. Fancy haircuts. Fancy haircuts. This is what I picture. You're back in the basement in the old bedroom you had when you used to live at your mom and dad's. A couple of trophies and ribbons on the walls. Nothing for winning anything. It's all participation. It's funny that you say that. Empire Strikes Back bed sheets. <laughs> Every night you're just tortured. Oh, man. You're trying to manipulate your feet through the little slats in the wagon Look, wheel at the end of your bed. It's not even like that. Come First on. of all, I didn't get any ribbons or trophies. Okay, I have three trophies. They are for participation. <laughs> Because I played in the Scarborough Floor Hockey League <laughs> growing up. That's like playing for <laughs> hugs. Good morning. It's the Roz and Mocha Show. Wow. That was so, awesome. Yeah, I think your life has changed the most. Was that more? Everybody sounded different 10 years ago, man. Don't, don't start talking about my voice. Everybody sounded different 10 years yeah, ago. You were, no, you were, you were trying to sound cool. No, I wasn't. I just, listen, man, get out of here. Don't interrupt me. Maury, we'll get to you later. Don't you worry. Um, no, but I think that your life has changed the most. I, I really so. do. Yeah, yeah. You're, you've gone through the biggest. Like you built the biggest cocoon and came out the biggest butterfly. Oh, thanks. I think if if, if you're talking about like the show on like whose life changed the most, I would yeah. say you. I would say yours. From where you were when we started to uh, to where you are now, it's uh, it's incredible. And, oh, thank and you. I would and 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 we hear this all the time too. Like it's not just your life or my life or Moore's life or whatever. It's like everybody who's listened to this show. If you went back and were able to go back and relive the conversations you had. Uh, 10 years ago, you would just realize just how bloody different 
life is in 10 years. Yeah. It's wild, man. I'm uh, getting uh, a lot of texts today at 925 Happy anniversary, Razamoka. You guys are the best morning show ever, and I've been listening to you guys since day one. So amazing. Cheers to another 10 years. So thank you very much. Um, Adam from Chilliwack, BC. Oh, hello, Adam. Wow. Adam woke up like mad early to listen to the Razamoka show. Just wanted to say happy anniversary, guys. I'm moving, so I'm listening to the live stream. Uh, happy anniversary. So thank you very much to Adam in Chilliwack, BC. There we go. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. 10 years. Somebody texted 925555. Bro, I was started listening. Uh, I was starting high school when you guys first started the show, and it's been day one. Love you guys. Wow. Tanya texted 925555. Total flashbacks. You have me feeling super nostalgic because we just aired uh, a clip from our very first show. Yeah. We were talking about living in my parents' basement. Yeah. I was, not you. And I <laughs> uh, have been listening forever and will happily continue to welcome you into our homes every day for as long as we can. Happy 10th year anniversary with love from Tanya. Uh, Good morning. Happy anniversary. I've been listening since I was 20 years old. I'm now 28. Love you guys. Wow. It's incredible. Yeah. Love all of you. Really do. Like, hey, you have no idea. You have no idea. I know you just get in your car or you wake up and you throw your headphones on and you just like sit and chill out to the show and maybe have a laugh. But you doing that means more to us than I think that you could. You will ever, you'll never understand it. Like you'll never get it. You'll never get how much you just sharing that little bit of time mm. in your life with us means to us. It's just awesome. It's you incredible. Know, the thing that gets me is the fact that and what, why I love the people who listen to this show. Yeah. In a world where you have so many options mm -hmm. and people's lives are extremely busy in the morning, you have your routine, you have things that may happen that interrupt your routine, you know, you have streaming services, you got YouTube, you have like anything. And the fact that you take the time, whatever time it is that you have in the morning, to listen to Razamoka. Mm -hmm. Like, God, you have no idea how much that means no, to it us. No, it doesn't. And and we just like doing cool things for you guys. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Did you see this uh, Justin Bieber post? I did. I read it last night. This is, I've been saying this about Justin Bieber and, and other Justin Bieber's young pop stars forever. And I've had so many arguments with people about it. And I've always said that if you want to create a human bomb, take a 16-year-old kid who's never seen a day at grade nine, give them unlimited funds, and put them in a world where nobody will ever say no to them. That's yeah. how you destroy a human being. Because they will not form properly. They don't know how to live. They don't know how to function in the world. You can't have that life. It's dangerous. And it's almost like Justin Bieber heard those exact same words that you'd been saying for years and Forever. years and years. And put it out to all of his followers. And I have spent some time with Justin Bieber. And the one thing that I knew about Justin Bieber was that there were so many people in that world that relied on him for a living that nobody was ever straight up. Oh, yeah. And when you are around Justin Bieber, sort of when the cameras are off and it's private, the one thing that you always got from him is that he loved nothing more than bossing grownups around. Mm. 
that he loved it because that was the world that they created for him. Right. Grownups did everything for him. And this Instagram post that he wrote, it's really long, so we can't get into everything, but it is it's this it's a revelation. It is him explaining just everything what it is like to grow up the way that he grew up. He goes, "It's hard to get out of bed in the morning." with the right attitude when you're overwhelmed with life, your past job responsibilities, emotions, your family finances, and your relationship. When it feels like there's trouble after trouble after trouble, you start foreseeing the day through lenses of dread and anticipate another bad day. A cycle of feeling disappointed after disappointment. Sometimes it can even get to the point of where you don't want to live anymore. And he goes on to say, I went from a 13-year-old boy from a small town to being praised left and right by the world with millions saying how much they loved me and how great I was. And I don't know about humility. And I didn't know about humility at that age. You hear these things enough as a young boy and you actually start believing it. Rationality comes with age and so does your decision-making process. That's why you can't drink until you're 21, he says. Everyone did everything for me, so I never even learned the fundamentals of responsibility. So by the time I was 18 with no skills in the real world, with millions of dollars and access to whatever I wanted, that is very scary concept for anyone. By 20, I made every bad decision you could have thought of and even went for the most loved and adored people in the world to the most ridiculed judged and hated person in the world and then he talks about how he did every drug under the sun Uh, but now he's coming out of it and uh, he's learned patience trust commitment kindness uh, humility and uh, he looks forward to being a better man and he, he praises his marriage and Haley and everything else but this is what you this is what I hoped would eventually come out of that life that Bieber had. Was this, was, this, was this realization? You think he got rid of the team that was around him, minus Scooter Braun? I don't know because it, I, it wasn't a team. It's his world. Like you're asking at that point to get rid of your entire world yeah. and burn it down yes. and start over. But in yes. order to get to that point, you have to realize that your world is toxic. And so many people I don't. don't. L- reading that, that post, it seems like he did. Yeah. Yeah, he did, obviously. He's come to that realization. He shared it with all of us. Yeah. Right? So I don't know if he, prior to this, like the lead up to this post, he went through all the people in his life and was like, no, 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 no. Like all the, like the string of people are all wrong for not business, but for my life. But you also have to understand that those people are the first to leave once you're no longer making the money, right? So chances are you they know, might, might not they, even be in his they, life anymore. They may have bailed on him, which would have been even would have been even harder for him. But it just yeah. goes to show you that we put so much stock into the opinions of these young celebrities, whether it be a Justin Bieber or Taylor Swift or whoever it is. Like they're icons and they're idols to people. They really are, yeah. you know. But when you live that life, and Justin Bieber is one of hundreds of cases where that sort of thirteen-year-old becomes world famous with unlimited funds and nobody will ever say no, that it ends badly. And this is what happens when you ask them to then grow up and survive in a world where they've never set foot and spent one single day in grade nine. Mm -hmm. They've never developed relationships properly. They don't know what it is to sort of have those friends because as soon as you get to that level that Bieber was at, the first thing they do is they protect you from everything. Yeah. And that does so much damage to a young person. And you've seen it over and over and over again. I can't remember if it was in this post or like something previous like that he's written where he said that uh, even being on tour, he was sad. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, because what winds up happening... And that's not a good place to be in. No. Like, I felt real bad. What, like, that line right there, yeah. when he said that, I was like, oh, man, dude, I real, really feel bad for yeah, you. Yeah, because your reality then becomes standing on a stage and having young girls cry when they see you. Yeah. And that is a very flattering thing, right? That is extremely flattering. That is the dream that so many people have, but it's not real. Yeah. It's not real. And uh, if you get a chance, regardless of how you feel or how you have felt in the years past about Justin Bieber, go and read this post and uh, let us know what you think. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Five chores that we hate and fight over the most. What are the five chores that we hate and fight over the most? Cleaning the toilet. According to a new survey, 80% of people say that they get into fights or arguments about doing chores at home. And from that group, about one in five say those arguments happen, quote, a lot. So... Number five, cooking laundry, cooking meals and grocery shopping. Okay. At number four, sweeping and vacuuming. Do you do a lot of sweeping at home? Uh, no, vacuuming. Do you? Golden Retriever. Got to vacuum like every other day. Truth. So much hair. Uh, Cleaning the bathroom is at number three, including the toilet. So that's at number three. Number two. Laundry? Did you already say laundry? Doing laundry is number two. So what would be number one? The number one (laughs) chore... Dishes? Yes. Dishes? Yeah, the kitchen. Really? Kitchen, including doing the dishes, is the number one household chore that, uh, that, that people makes sense, fight about. Because like, if you load the dishes into the dishwasher yeah. incorrectly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The more he just never learned how to load the dishwasher and deliberately loads it wrong, so Matthew tells him he's not to load the dishwasher. I it's the same thing with doing laundry. How do you laundry. load it, though? Like, there's slots well, no, for but like puts, apparently... all the cu- puts all the cups upwards so they all fill with water. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> when he's done. <laughs> the worst. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, because mm-hmm. it is back-to-school season, I want to play for you and remind everybody else of the absolute best, worst television commercial for a mall in the States. Remember this? <laughs> when did this happen? Oh, God, dude, forever ago. It was like four or five years ago, right? Am I yeah. wrong about that? Yeah, okay. But it's still, nothing has topped it since, so every back to school, we're going to go back to this one. East Hill Mall. East Hills Mall. And it was somebody on Instagram that reminded me, that DM was like, yo, you haven't played this yet. What up? I was like, oh yeah. So what was this? It was East Hills Mall and they did a TV commercial promoting all their back to school deals, right? Okay. And all the shops and what they did was they got like employees of all the stores to sing part of the song. And when they released it, uh, it quickly went viral. Right. Because of just how bad it is. Come on. East Hills Mall, by the way, located in St. Joseph, Missouri. Get yourself an outfit. <laughs> I think out of everybody in that commercial, yeah. the Which woman, one's your favorite? Uh, 
I think Boots and Pants are my favorite. Yeah, Boots and Pants is definitely up but there. But the one that like really gave it her all is yeah. Haircut. Yeah. Haircut. She's the one that was like, oh my God, this is my moment to shine. Yeah. And the poor backpack kid. Well, the, the backpack kid didn't, didn't even sing. I it was know. just like, get yourself a backpack. Get back, 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 backpack, backpack, backpack. Don't get your backpack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta hear that again. Easy. Definitely my favorite. Yeah. Outfit is one hundred percent my favorite. Outfit, get yourself, get yourself in that an outfit. outfit. <laughs> but it's like they weren't even playing when they were no, recording man. the commercial. They weren't playing like the backing tracks no, to keep them on beat at all. On. What do you think this is a big production? Which is here? why you get gold like that. So shout out to East Hills Mall <laughs> out there in Missouri. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So a buddy of mine that I went to high school with, I grew up with, uh, named Tim Tibbetts, has been living in the Bahamas in Freeport for years now. He went down there, opened up a couple restaurants, uh, runs a very successful catering company, and they've just been getting hammered. And they got hammered through Hurricane Matthew and Dorian, as they've said is there's a lot of people who have walked this face of the earth and nobody has experienced anything like Dorian. That's what everybody was saying yesterday uh, about this hurricane. And uh, so we'll um, head down to Freeport in the Bahamas and uh, I think Tim's on the phone. Hey, Tim, it's Razamoka. Hey, how you doing? How you doing, man? We're surviving. You know, Tim, I'll tell you, because, you know, I know you and... Most of the time, I look at Tim's Facebook and his social media, and I think that he's got it right. You know, he lives down in Freeport. It's gorgeous. It's just the, the beaches, the sun, the people, everything else. Where I'm like, man, this guy is living the right life. And then every two years, something rolls around where I wonder if you and your family are going to be okay for the weekend. And then you just realize what that life actually is. Um, this was, from everything that we've seen on the news, the most devastating storm uh, in lifetimes, what was it like going through it, and how are you guys doing? Um, but it's still happening. We still, still can't happening. go outside. Oh my um, God. It's still blowing over 100 miles an hour outside our door. Um, it's 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 unrelenting. It's most important thing is you know for us is we're in a, we're in an incredibly well structured home on one of the highest pieces of property. Okay. Uh, more than 80 percent of our island is underwater. Almost 80 to 90 percent of the buildings are destroyed. There's going to be tons and tons and tons of death. I mean, it, it, it's horrible. It's horrible. You can't even fathom what's happening here right now. Um, uh, hey, Tim, when you look out your window, what do you see? I can't. Everything's all boarded up, huh? Yeah. Um, when you yeah, there's like there's one window that I can I can sort of take a peek out. Yeah. And and all you see is uh, um, sort of see the wind and and rain blowing what's left of a tree that's there. Um, you know, we're looking at you know eighty ninety year old trees that are basically have been dismantled. And you guys had just, like, the, the, the place had just started getting back to normal from the last hurricane. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, Matthew was, I mean, we thought Matthew was going to be one of those once-in-a-lifetime events. And uh, strangely enough, 
It was like a spring rain compared to this. It really was. When How many people are with you in your house? Uh, we have 14 of us here right now. Wow. What do you guys talk about during all of this? Uh, well, you know, like I said, you know, we're incredibly fortunate that, that we have a big giant generator outside that's powering everything. So we can still keep the TV on as long as we could that had, uh, you know, we had satellite reception so we could still get feed from somewhere wow. to find out what was going on. The cell service here through one of the companies has been absolutely astoundingly good still. That's, Damn. Um, that's unbelievable. They, lost, they haven't lost reception at all. And so it's fantastic to be in touch with everybody. Hey, Tim, going through this hurricane in the Bahamas uh, now and then what happened a few years ago, does it make you want to leave at all? Make you want to move? You know what? Right now, it's it, it's definitely playing on our minds. Mm-hmm. Um but we'll probably, you know, we have so much going on here that it's uh, it's hard to just get up and walk away. So, um, but we'll we'll have to assess what's going on for sure. It's just craziness. But for now, right, all we're thinking about is, you know, what do we do to help? So that's so our next step. What is that? What is that help? And is there any way that anybody back here in in Toronto is there anything that we can do? Because what is you're you're a cook, you're a chef, you run restaurants, you yep. do catering, you're phenomenal. Yep. Um, what do you do to sort of help the rebuild, and how can we help you? Well, right now um, on our uh, the restaurants Facebook page on Flying Fish Gastro Bar on Facebook. Yeah. Um, I'm putting up links where you can do donations. One of them is actually for a guy who's, who's in Canada right now. Um, Ken Williams is his name. He has a, he has a house here. You know, he's after Matthew, he did the same thing. He starts a GoFundMe page and then he basically travels with container loads of necessities, you know, clothing and toiletries and, and water and things like that. And he'll drive it himself down here with a convoy of trucks and, uh, and then he brings them over and his house actually, his house is under about 26 feet of water right now. So he's lost everything here as well. So it's, it's, it's someone that you can actually really, you know, for us, we really trust that it's going to the right place. And that's something you have to do with this. There's another link on my, uh, on my page right now for uh, the Sandals Corporation that has the hotel people. They have, set up a donation site as well where they'll they'll they will get stuff to us for sure hey tim um, thank i'm just sort of going through no i, I hear you man a uh, flying fish gastro bar you can find them on uh, facebook tim it is so good to talk yep. to you i'm so unbelievably happy that uh, that you and your people are safe and um be good we'll talk thank to you, you soon okay brother i appreciate it thank you Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hello, Michelle. Hi, Roz. How's it going? Good. I'm so excited to be talking to you. I'm excited to be talking to you. So you were it says, Roz and Mocha FML. Uh, I've been a big fan of the show since I was in grade nine. Now I'm 21. Yeah. Uh, I'm engaged and living with my soon-to-be in-laws. They are generous enough to let us live with them rent-free while we are saving for a down payment for our house. That's a very privileged place to be. Congratulations. Yep. Uh, as you. you can imagine, there can be a lot of conflict living with your in-laws. I try my best not to get in their way or piss them off. However, when they uh, did have an issue with me, they always went to my fiance expecting him to be the one to talk to me and fix it. Whenever I would see them or talk to them, they would act like nothing happened and wouldn't bring it up. We're moving out next month and I want to have and I want to know how to move out on good terms. Do I say something or do I just let it go? 
So I'm, I'll say that this is like, what kind of stuff are they having your fiance come to you with? Like, what are their issues? Like anything and everything. So it could be something from like uh, leaving the shower curtain open or it could be like having a dish in the sink or it could be something like uh, not being able to go to a family event because I can't get time off of work. Right. So uh, petty roommate stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you're dealing with the the small things, but all those small things, they then build a character sketch of you in their mind that is tainted, tainted by the fact that you're not closing the shower curtain. Um, a, a couple of things with this. Your fiance, how does he react when they say this kind of stuff? Well, he says that he'll talk to me about it. Like, he doesn't say, oh, well, you should go ask her. He'll tell them, um, I'll talk to her about it. But he'll always, like, defend me in some sort of way. Like, if I can't get time off of work, he'll say, like, oh, it's not her fault. She couldn't go. She couldn't get time off of work. That's not in her control. Or he'll say, like, oh, I'll just remind her next time to close the shower curtain right. or whatever. A couple of things that you need to do and you need to, you and your fiance, first of all, always need to, the only way that this works is that if you're a united front, he can't play, yeah. he can't play both sides and he can't take both sides. Okay. No, he doesn't. Okay. Yeah. You guys have to be a unit. And the other thing that you have to instill in everybody in that house is adults can have adult conversations. Mm-hmm. This idea of him, uh, of your, of his parents going to him saying, listen, can you talk to Michelle and tell her about the dish in the sink and the shower curtain? His response should be, you talk to Michelle about the dish in the sink exactly. and the shower curtain. Okay? Adults need to have adult conversations. That's the only way this works. That's the, right. o- that's the only way it works. There is no alternative to that. There is no, they, you, your, your, your fiance, soon to be husband, cannot be the go-between between his parents' pettiness and your sort of, uh, I don't even know, your ambivalence to what's going on. Because yeah. when you see them, you don't even think that there's a problem. And then, no. all, and then all yeah. of a sudden you're lying in bed and you're, you just had a great dinner and you guys are laughing at the table. And then all of a sudden he's like, okay, so my mom has a couple issues today. It's not cool. That's you exactly can't, what you, it is. Yeah. You, you can't live like that. You have, to, you have to be able to sit them down or they have to be able to sit you down and sort of air this out with you. The only way this works is when you guys talk to each other like grown humans. Okay. So the next time they try to say something to him, he should say, well, you should go talk to her. Yes. No, but he should just make it seem ridiculous. Why are you telling me this? Go talk to her about that. Go talk to her and just have him remove himself. Don't, don't, and don't, no kid gloves with this, with the mom. Like, Mm -hmm. we're going to try something new. Okay. What I'd like to try. Don't do that. Just have him play it off. Like it's, it's a ridiculous notion that they would have him go to you instead of bringing it up. Because I'll tell you, if they won't bring it up themselves, okay, it's probably not Mm -hmm. that big of a deal anyway. Yeah, it's and just, it's not usually anything big. Yeah, it's just pettiness. And then also boundaries and all this other stuff. But it doesn't sound like you guys are going to be living there for much longer, so we don't have to have a no. huge conversation about boundaries. Okay. But uh, but I just I would just say that your, your fiancé needs to just step in and say, I'm stepping out. Okay. Yeah, and then you guys just handle this like grown women. Okay. Because you're, quite, ca- you're quite capable of that, and you certainly don't need the men in your lives to communicate for you. Yes. And you can even say All that right. to her. Okay. All right. That sounds good. Okay, Thank Michelle. You so much. Yeah, you got it. Just wanted to say you that you're my favorite. Oh, well, Mocha is going to be so yeah. upset when he gets back and hears this. He is. <laughs> All right. Have a good morning. I right, love you. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. I'm not surprised. I just, I just happened. I, I'm like, I want to suck on these, but I just bite right down and they, they break right away. So. Okay. So the question was. Um, it's one of these studies of like, how normal are you? Because we all do things that 
You've been doing your whole life one way, but are you doing it right? Are you doing it wrong? Are you doing it the way that everybody does it? Or are you a complete anomaly? And they ask people when it comes to certain things, certain foods, do you suck or do you bite? Ice cubes. Do you suck or do you bite? It's close. Like 51% said suck, 49% said bite. I bite ice cubes because I'm terrified that if I suck it, it's going to go in my throat and then I'm on the clock to how fast my body temperature melts the ice cubes whether I'm going to take my last breath before that happens. Like I'm terrified of sucking ice cubes. Ice cubes scare me. So I bite ice cubes. Uh, Orange slices, majority of people bite. Breath mints, vast majority of people um, suck. I bite breath mints. Like hard candy, most people suck. Popsicles, 76% of people said that they suck. 24% bite. I bite popsicles. I'm not normal on there. And then gummy bears. I guess everybody bites gummy bears. Because again, if you suck a gummy bear, it's going to go down your throat and then you will die by gummy bear. Uh, so this is what Dammit Mori hit the streets and asked people yesterday. All right. When it comes to enjoying some culinary delights, do you enjoy mostly sucking or chewing? I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, excuse me? <laughs> what? Say what now? Let's go through some of the answers and see what you think, okay? So when it comes to ice cubes, what do you prefer? With ice cubes, I prefer to chew. With ice cubes, I prefer to suck, I think. Because they're water, and water should be sucked. I like to chew on them because they're fun to crunch, yeah. and sucking on them is just pointless and weird. Suck. I don't know, why would you want to crush those in your teeth? It'd just be really cold. Suck. I mean, it just makes sense. I think chewing is too animalistic. I generally chew it. I don't know. I like cracking the ice. I have powerful teeth. Uh, you have to suck them. Why would you chew them? When it comes to ice cubes, sucking wins. Yeah, that's a no-brainer, man. 51%. <laughs> yeah! That's tight. Okay, popsicles! Popsicles. Uh, I also suck them. I like to rip them in half. Uh, with popsicles, I like to lick Wait. and suck. Because it's, uh, they taste better that way. No, oh, man. popsicle. Oh, I guess you're going to suck on that one, I guess. Popsicles, <laughs> I do everything to them. <laughs> chew, suck, lick, crunch. All of the above. Would you be surprised? 76% actually suck. Okay, what about chocolate? Chocolate. Oh, mmm. Well, I generally chew on it because I put it in the freezer. Yeah, and it gets hard and crunchy. Chocolate, I crunch. I chew. I chew my chocolate. Uh, I like that mucky mud feeling in my mouth. I love chocolate. And you're not alone. 77% bite them. Gummy bears. Chewing. I don't know who on this planet would suck a a gummy bear. I don't know who would do that. Well, believe it or not, everyone almost agreed. Only 10% suck them. That's a weird part of the population. Breath mints. With breath mints, I like to suck them. It's pleasurable. It stays in your mouth. It gives you great breath, and it's, it's, it's the way to eat them. I have a habit of break, like chewing them. I know everyone sucks on them, but I, I just yeah. break them as soon as I get them in my mouth, yes. so chew. Would you believe 75% of people suck them? I'm not surprised. I just, I just happened. To, I, I'm like, I want to suck on these, but I just bite right down, and they, they break right away. So, All right, what about orange slices? You chew. Why would you suck orange slices? To get the juice. No, no. Ew, uh, get that good. It's like Lizzo sings, the no, juice. No. no, no, you definitely have to chew it. Savor every bite. Ooh, I also suck. Uh, the texture is too much. I hate when the, the little things get caught in your teeth. It looks, it looks shameful. What about hard candy? Hard candy, definitely, definitely, again, I guess I'm just a sucker, you know, overall. Crunching, just too, too rough, too animalistic, too jagged. Don't want to hurt my teeth.
Also, who sucks chocolate? That's like you look like a like a large grown up baby. If you that's a messy thing, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, did you see the story about the Jeremy Renner app? Sorry, what? Okay, so <laughs> Jeremy Renner, like, yeah. Hawkeye? Avengers? Yes. So in 2017, Jeremy Renner launched an app. And it was sort of a community and a way for fans to get access to Jeremy Renner content. Like behind the scenes and movie sets and exclusive music and video. And I don't know. But it was a community for like-minded Jeremy Renner fans. Okay. I didn't know that the community of Jeremy Renner fans yes. uh, was that vast. Yes, and then fans could pay for what they called stars, which is stars you would pay for them, and then they would give you access to certain elevated privileges within the oh, Jeremy wow. Renner app. But in the last, I guess, like two weeks, the Jeremy Renner app was taken over by trolls. <gasps> no. Where people created profiles for really like horrendous people and then other people started impersonating Jeremy Renner on the Jeremy oh, Renner no. app. Like somebody created a profile for Casey Anthony and then people were like going off because they didn't want Casey Anthony on there and then somebody impersonated Jeremy Renner and was like, hey, listen, this is a safe space for everybody including oh, no. those who have done. Like it's just it became a place for trolls yeah. right like it really it really it was overtaken no, Jerry, dude Jerry didn't do anything to anyone right but it's like, been going like it was it was a happy place for two years right like it was a happy place um so because like I guess he does sing, but he goes, between exclusive contests for my super fans, behind the scenes of what I'm working on, and being able to interact with you guys one-on-one, I couldn't be more excited to interact with you guys more. So that was the sort of outlook on... The, the site. He goes. He goes. This will be a this. This will be the main place I interact with my fans, and then they could buy these like sort of stars. And then you had fans trolling Jeremy Renner, where he said this: "My sincere apologies for this." not to have turned out the way it was intended. To all my super fans who have supported me with your words and encouragement, amazing art stories, and the time shaped my app. A genuine thank you and hope to see you on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. And then it goes on to say, this is from The Hollywood Reporter, the, exist- the existence of trolls on the app, such as someone claiming to be Casey Anthony, who was once accused of murdering her toddler, and purporting to be a huge fan of rent renters. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> with all other people as uh, with controversial names. Jeremy Renner writes this, what was supposed to be a place for fans to connect with each other has turned into a place that is everything I detest oh, and can't no. and won't condone. <laughs> Trolls took down Jeremy Renner's app. Oh no. Right? He's got to shut the whole thing guy. down. It's, it's got to the point where it's, it's uncleanable. Like it's so infested <sighs> that you burn it to the ground now. Oh no. <laughs> Poor Jeremy Renner. <laughs> and mochas fix my life what advice can you guys give me okay so my question is my question is got a problem you can't fix Roz and mocha got you yo jason what's up hey man it's Roz and mocha all right we're gonna try to get you out of the doghouse oh man Roz and mocha what's going on guys what's going on brother okay so you got problems out in vancouver right so you, you say it. this what do you guys do to make things right with your wife slash girlfriend when they are mad at you Damn. Uh, mm-hmm. You're sort of like in my situation. You got a long-term girlfriend and a four-year-old uh, son together. You say this. There are times that we'll get into a spat. As for myself, 
Like every other couple out there, me and my partner would have small fights here and there, and most of the time, you're the one that's wrong. So in order to make things right, you wait until your partner's in a good mood, and then you come up from behind, you hug her, and you say those three little words, I am sorry. Sometimes she's going to bring up other stuff you say uh, that isn't related to what we're arguing about. Your question is, do you have some advice on how to make things right with your partner so I'm not always just saying sorry and taking the blame? So first question, if you're the one that's saying sorry and always taking the blame, are you generally the one that is wrong or are you generally the one that should be saying sorry and taking the blame? Well, most of the time I would say I'll I'll, I'll be wrong. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Give us an example. What's the (laughs) last thing that you guys fought about that you had to apologize for? Uh, The weekend, basically, I went out with my boys, you know, have a drinking night and... And, you know, I I passed the hour that I was supposed to be home at and, you know, she get mad and it's so understandable. You know, she gave me until 4 a.m. more than understanding. She's amazing for doing that. And, you know, for me, when I'm out with my boys, you know, we have a few drinks here and there. And, you know, if things get carried away, <laughs> okay. I've got the hours and, you know, I come home. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. What do you mean the time you were supposed to be home? Are you got curfew? Kind of like 4 p.m. would be my curfew. Yes. 4 p.m. 4 a.m. I'm sorry. 4 a.m. So, so 4 a.m. is your curfew, and she got pissed because you came home at what? 5 a.m. 5 6 sometimes. Okay. (laughs) But here's but here's okay. Here's my here's my question, man. Here's my question. Like, why? First of all, if you're setting a curfew, if you're allowing those parameters to be established in your relationship, which is weird, man. Um, I could, Why would I could, you say that? Because I can understand if you say, hey, listen, I'm going to go out after work and meet so-and-so. We're going to do uh, wings and have a beer. And she's like, cool, but you got to be home at 7 because I got a conference call. We got to get the kid to bed. Kids got to have a bath. School lunch has got to be packed, everything else, right? I understand that. Right. But what the hell responsibility do you have between 4 and 5 a.m. that she's going to be pissed that you missed your 4 a.m. curfew? Well, as guys-wise, like you guys, you guys go out, you guys have drinks with your friends, things get carried away, you know how it is, right? But what I'm saying and, is, you know, why even establish a 4 a.m. curfew? I, I didn't make the rule. She made the rule, right? <laughs> okay. And, you know, it's fair. Okay. It's, I mean, come on, 4 okay. a.m. Okay, guys, then, then bro, also, I'm going to also this, man, okay? If, if you're out with the dudes, okay, I don't right. care what you're getting up to, but if you can't accomplish what you need to accomplish by 4 a.m., <laughs> get new well, friends. Not, okay. Look at your priorities. It's not often that it happens, but you know, she gets mad over that, right? So it's understandable. That's why I feel bad about it. And you know, I, I don't think your question is so much how do you like form an apology to your wife as your your adv- the advice you're looking for is how do I just personally stop doing stuff that gets me in trouble. <laughs> And my answer to that's that would be true. my answer to that uh, would be just you know stop what, doing Ross, stuff that gets you in trouble. Man, you're you're amazing. Like, <laughs> dude. <laughs> but it's like a simple answer. That's the thing. Uh, and I and I will say this about apologies, okay? Apologies don't work when you just go, Oh God, okay, I'm sorry. Like apologies only work when there's an acknowledgement of what you're apologizing for. Yes. Okay. There's, you're right. There's and there's, there's, yes. a, there's an there's acknowledge- always room to improvement, right? Yes. <laughs> <Okay>. yes. <laughs> man, you sound like jeez, oh, man. You're, you're giving yourself the FML, man. God. Come on, Ross. You've been drinking. You know how it is. Did you really think straight when you're really hammered, bro? I don't. <laughs> come on. Okay. I don't. Come do on, you, man. You know I don't up. do this anymore. You sound like a 21 anymore. year old that just got anymore. introduced to drinking. 
You, no, how old are you? I'm 39. Okay, dude, you're 40 years old. Yeah, okay, get your life. No, 39. Life no, 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 no. Bro, get your life bro, in order. No, no, no. 40 bro. is next year. That's the next okay, stage. Stop. I understand. I gotta grow up. But I will say this. That. Okay, you got a lot that you got to work on your own self, bro. Moke and I can't help yeah, you with that. Yeah. Okay, so but I will say this about arguing with somebody. You, the one, right. the one thing that I always make sure in the house when there is ever some sort of disagreement is the thing we're arguing about is the thing we're arguing about. You can't let one thing that you guys are fighting about become a fight about everything else. So if you're, oh, no, no, no. If, if you of guys course, are fighting, but then sometimes the woman they they bring up other stuff when this, they're mad at you. Okay, well right? you got listen, man. I don't have the resume of being a husband like you do okay yeah you need <laughs> to like, why would you say that <laughs> Yo, bro, you're, awesome. you're the one that's told us you're the no, one that's I saying only do that, that anytime anytime she gets upset she goes with to you, the list she goes to the list of all the other things so stop <laughs> stop doing all the other things Moke, man do you have a Come list on, i don't have a list i don't have a list Come either on, you guys don't have a list I everybody don't have got a list, list. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. There's there's a way there's a way out of this, and that is you should, as a 40 year old man, be capable of getting home by 4 a.m. Oh, 100. percent You're okay. right. Okay, right. so go so do, that. do that. Do that then. 100. percent 100. percent All right, bro. Uh, before I get uh, you guys, let me go or anything. I uh, I want to let you guys know I love the show. The show's amazing. My opinion, yeah. 1,000%, you guys can be number one in Canada. 1,000%. There's no way about it. You guys are like little Kevin Hart slash Dr. Phil. I love the show. <laughs> it makes me laugh. Everything. You guys are amazing. Amazing. Thank and you, Jason. We appreciate Jason, you, bro. you're the best, man. All right. <laughs> All right. Yo, two no. more days of the weekend. Saturdays are for the boys. You know uh, no, 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 no. I'm staying home with my kids. No, no, no. I'm making it up. All right. We got to go. Right. Later, dude. Later, man. And Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yes. Now, a lot of people think that I faked this, so you what, ready? Happiness? No, stop it. <laughs> stop it. You're such a jerk. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's do it. The Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. Um, Hurricane Dorian is slamming the Bahamas still. Still, and the quote that I heard was from somebody where they had said, very few people who have ever, ever walked the face of the earth have experienced something like Dorian. Damn. Meaning this has never happened before, something this big, something this strong. And uh, everybody's goofing on this one guy in Florida. But I'll tell you what. I'm not one. I don't want to goof on him because I think that it's your ideas may be dumb, but we got to do something. And so everybody's goofing on this guy in Florida for his solutions on how to stop hurricanes. So uh, listen to this. They keep saying, oh, you know, two days ago, three days ago, oh, it's at this, but it's going to hit all this warm weather, all this warm weather and warm water. We have a navy. Why don't the navy come and drop ice? in the warm water so it can't get going as fast as it's going. There's got to be ways to combat this instead of just pointing at the thing and saying, well, it's uh, now it's getting worse. Yeah, we know it's getting worse, but you tell us, oh, it's the warm weather, oh, it's the wind. Well, we have an Air Force. Right, so Air Force planes around to get the winds going the opposite way. Okay, I know what you're saying. I know, right? <laughs> no bad ideas. No bad. No bad ideas. We're just spitballing here, people. <laughs> Thank you. Say, do something at, at some point. Okay, at some point, somebody looked at like a, a giant river 
and went, man, how can we sort of stop the flow, harness the energy, everything? And some guy went, why don't we just like build a big wall in the middle of the river? And then somebody was like, Somebody was like, well, that's a ridiculous idea. How are you ever going to do that? You just use like concrete and you create like a big dam, like right in the middle of the river. They thought that guy was dumb too. Beavers do it. (laughs) We got an Air Force. Beavers do it. Why can't we make like a big giant human people beaver dam? Like right there. (laughs) Why not, right? They goofed on that guy, okay? Ice in the ocean isn't as dumb as it sounds. It is as dumb as it sounds, but I'm just saying, this is how stuff gets done. Maybe not ice in the ocean. Maybe not the air floors flying in the opposite direction like Superman 2, okay? (laughs) To go back in time. But I'm just saying that it's guys like this and ideas like this where you get other things, okay? This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Kevin Hart was supposed to be Kelly Clarkson's first guest. <gasps> For real. On her show. And when does that start anyway? Dwayne The Rock Johnson cut his honeymoon short. Starts Monday. What's that? Starts Monday. Yeah, it starts on Monday. But oh, wow. uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson uh, cut his honeymoon short to step in and take Kevin's place on Kelly's first show. Which is kind of cool. So this is a clip of that. What none of you know is that my first guest today was supposed to be actor and comedian Kevin Hart. And so, yeah, so as many of you know, Kevin was seriously injured in a car accident. He's okay in recovering. But because Kevin couldn't be here, one of his good friends left his honeymoon to come here. This is real. Left his honeymoon. His wife probably hates me. Um, (laughs) To come here and take Kevin's place. You know my first guest. And this is my first guest ever. Best friend goals right there. Good for The Rock for doing yeah, that, man. And, uh, I like that. Even with Kevin Hart in the hospital, like, again, he's just, he's such a controversial guy. And he went well, through Kev? that. He, he, well, he went through the, remember when he, he, he had to step away from hosting Academy Awards because of old uh, tweets, perceived right? homophobic jokes that he made during old stand-up shows. Yeah. And he refused to apologize. That was the big thing, is that he refused to apologize for those. And then, so on HBO's The Shop, which is where they get a bunch of celebrities sitting around uh, talking just about life and politics and everything. Yeah. Um, Kevin Hart was on with Lil Nas X. And people are going in again on Kevin Hart for interrupting Lil Nas X when he was explaining why he chose to come out as gay when he did and why he did and why from where he's from it is such a big deal and listen to this clip and you'll hear Kevin just sort of blows it off as in like oh gay what's the big deal and people are going in on him for that now and with all that early success you felt it was important to make a, an announcement said he was gay so what yeah what's the point why, uh, the, why did he feel that was necessary who cares that's actually my question why do you feel it was necessary to come out and say that it's not that like it's like being forced it's just like knowing like growing up like i'm grown i'm growing up to hate this i'm not supposed to ever like this hey what homosexuality gay people come on now why are you gonna if you really from the hood you know you like you know like it's it's not some so it's like if for me 
the the cool dude with the song on top of everything to say this any other time like I'm doing this for attention in my eyes but if you're doing this like while you're at the top you know it's like for real mm-hmm. and it's like showing like it doesn't really like matter I guess exactly it does there it is so I guess what they're saying is that one Kevin he the question was asked to Lil Nas X why did you decide and Kevin was like what so what he's gay whatever because he jumped in on that and then Kevin Hart sort of playing ignorant when Lil Nas X was clearly explaining how homosexuals are viewed in the hood where he grew up. And Kevin Hart was like, why? Why you got to hate? What do you mean grew up to hate? He's like, bro, you know I'm not talking junk here. You know where I'm from and how people look at gay guys. Kev, come on, man. So it's not, yeah, so that didn't go well for Kev. And I I agree. I, 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 I think that Lil Nas X sort of put him in his place there. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Scarlett Johansson still believes Woody Allen and uh, said that she would work with him again, which is like so against everything that everybody else, most people in Hollywood feel right now. Yeah. Um, so at a time when people are distancing themselves from Woody, Scarlett is doing the exact opposite. She just sat down with the Hollywood Reporter and says, quote, I believe him and I would work with him anytime. Uh, she didn't come to the decision lightly. She says, quote, I see Woody whenever I can and I've had a lot of conversations with him about it and I've been very direct with him and he's been very direct with me. He maintains his innocence and I believe him. They've done three movies together. Roz and Mocha Q&A. Apple Podcast Reviews. Let's get to these before we jump into Ask Roz and Mocha. Uh, Again, feel free to leave a rating and or review. Apple Podcasts is where we get these from. Uh, Zippy the Circus Chimp writes this. (laughs) Come on, man. (laughs) You guys are the best. I'll listen to your podcast for about two hours a day since I can't listen to your actual show since I live in Vancouver and the hours don't match. I started listening over four years ago and I never get tired of listening to your podcast episodes over and over and over again. Thanks for making me laugh every day and stay awesome. So Zippy the Circus Chimp, thank you very much for your <laughs> for your review and for listening. By the way, Razamoga Show airs uh, from Toronto Monday to Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern. You can check us out at kiss 925 com. Denzel Ampler writes this. Love the podcast. Y'all crack me up every time. I once got a tattoo while listening to you guys. It wow. wasn't the best decision. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man. I was thinking about getting a new tattoo. Are you? Yeah. I want lots, though. I just don't want just one. I want lots. I want to get like a half sleeve. Uh, no, half sleeves are weird. Are they? Yeah, I'm not. I'm over sleeves. I'm over. Are you? I'm over I one big a half giant sleeve. I'm into lots of little tattoos. I'm into like sailor style, Harry Styles, just like just, just fill your random? arms just with a bunch of little things. Yeah, I don't like the big. I used to love the big design sleeves, and I'm just so happy that I didn't do that. Because now I don't like it. And half sleeves are weird. Like, would you do the top half? I always find it weird when guys do the bottom half sleeve. Oh, no, no, no. It would go from, like, shoulder yeah. to uh, elbow. Really? Yeah. Yeah, just that. Yeah. Half why sleeve. Do, why do you want a half sleeve? Of what? No. Just stuff. Of what? Just stuff? Yeah. But, like, random stuff. Yeah. Like, like dragons my, my, and things? No, or? not dragons. Like, uh, like, my kid's name. Yeah. Uh, the new baby's name. Yeah. Uh, the dog's name. Right. 
maybe something to do with Guyana, like where my parents are from. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like the flag. I don't know. Yeah. Like a roti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one giant roti. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a patty. Uh, I don't know yet. I don't yeah. know, but it's gonna be something. That's interesting. Uh, Unicorn Gamer four three four four writes. I love this. Is a subject line. Five stars. Thank you for that. And it's a real simple uh, review. The best podcast I have ever listened to. I recommend this. Wow. And finally, we'll end with this. I Braden, <laughs> I underscore Braden says, I wish I can give a 10-star rating. Hey, Razamoka, honestly, hands down, this is the best radio show in Toronto. I'm so glad that there are two podcasts now. After I listen to one on either Monday or Friday, I listen to the older podcast. Uh, my favorite part was when Maury got, quote, emotional over the fact that the old TTC streetcars <laughs> are no longer being used. <laughs> By the way, that, I believe, is on episode 100 of the Razamoga Show podcast. Yeah. Also, happy 10-year anniversary! I love you guys, and I hope you continue to do this show for another 10 years. So I underscore Brayden. Thank you very much. Uh, we appreciate you. Apple Podcasts is where we get this. All right, so Ask Ross and Mocha. Every week we post on Instagram, at Kiss925. This is where you uh, ask your most ridiculous, most insane, uh, most heartfelt, most honest questions, and we'll try to go through as many of them as we can. Plus, we'll get one of you to ask your question live uh, on the podcast. Hello, hello. What's your name? Christian. Christian, uh, we had to have you on, man, because you just, your question overtook all of our last podcast. And so we had to have you on uh, so we could understand where this question came from that drove all of us so crazy. So Christian, what was your question? My question was, what is the highest number you can count to in one breath? <laughs> right. How much time did we spend on this last podcast? Like half of it. A lot. Half oh, of it. Like longer than we should have. Yeah. <laughs> so, but Chris, whatever, it's a podcast on limited time, you know what I'm saying? Just to remind everybody what went down, um, for the question of how high can you count in one breath, yeah. uh, Maury did 23. Mocha did 47. Uh, I, Roz, did 60. And then Shem came in, who works on the show, and did 67 in one breath. Wow. How long can you go, Christian? Oh, like normally if I'm like trying, I could probably do like 65. And like sometimes my best is like 70, maybe. Really? Yeah. All okay. right, hot shot, go. Go. It's, it's going okay. to be hard to tell. You better not cheat. It's honor system here, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Try. Okay, scout's honor. Yeah. Here we go. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45, 46, 47, 48, 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55, 56, 57, 58, 59, 60, 61, 62, 63, 64, 65, 66, 67, 68, 69, 70, 71, 72, 73, 74, 75, 76, 77. Okay, so 74? No, I see like 61, 60. Because from that point until whatever, 71, 72, yeah. you were kind of mumbling you the words. Yeah. You weren't saying numbers. Yeah. So I, I would say, my breath, like, <laughs> I say at best 61. Yeah. 61? Okay, that's fair enough. Still like, yeah. higher than Maury. Well, yeah, but it's much higher than Maury. Maury did 23, yeah. bro. 23! Yeah. I was only 20. Okay. And I did it with my belt off. Right, that's right. Maury had to undo his pants to get that extra little bit of breath from the fupa. <laughs> 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 you want to hear Maury go real quick? Yeah, okay. I'd love to hear Maury go. Maury go. I'm going to do my pants. Okay, here we go. Ready? Yep. 
1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 5, 6. No, nope, stop. <laughs> 21. You got to be 21. Is Maury like even taking a breath? Is he even like taking a big yeah, breath yeah, before dude. he starts? But Maury's, Maury's got a leak in him somewhere. We just haven't found it yet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Christian, thanks so much for the call, man. Thank you. I love the podcast. Uh, I've, been li- I've been listening for like over a year now. and uh, Happy 10 years as well. Oh, uh, dude, bro. thank, thank you, you so much. We appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you. Amy asks, from the 10 years you've been together, what are your favorite and least favorite moments on the show? I don't know if I have a favorite moment. I like every day. Like every, yeah. every, I, I sort of leave here every day and we've talked about this so many times where I don't, like I don't catalog things in my head and, and rank them. You just, I sort of just come in here every day, try and have fun and be entertaining. And then when I leave, it's just, I'm done with it. I don't really dwell on past shows that's why i'm always so surprised when i do hear things that we've done from the past like if we're running reloaded or the podcast um favorite thing do you have one that stands out i mean one of many would have been when hulk hogan visited (laughs) the razamoga show because i was just like a huge wrestling fan right and that was the time where i grew like in preparation for like a week and a half i grew out my mustache and beard just so that when hogan came in here that morning, I shaved it and I gave myself the classic Did '80s you? Hogan. Yeah, the uh, the no. handlebar mustache. You don't remember that? No, dude, you don't remember? No, hold I on, don't. let me find. Okay, I at uh, kiss925.com. If you go there, you can find uh, in the Razamoka section. There is a look back of the past 10 years okay. on the Razamoga show. A ton of pictures, there's videos, uh, so much stuff that happened on our show in the past 10 years. And there is, I believe, the video from when Hogan was in here. No, that's so crazy. I, I have no memory of that. Oh, you know what I do? You know what I do remember? Because somebody me. reminded me of it not that long ago. And maybe you can find it and we can play it after this more uh, as like an exclusive to the podcast. Do you, when my kid was young, Roxy used to be on the show a whole lot more than she is now. She's sort of outgrown it and things become a little too personal for her. But when she was a little kid, I used to record her doing stuff all the time and we would play it on the radio show. And she was for a long time obsessed with the fart board. The fart board. Remember, it was, it was when she was in a terrible mood and crying and upset, I would open my computer and I would go to the fart board, which was a giant sort of like touchscreen thing and every different button was just a different fart sound Yeah, and it was the only thing that would calm her down is we would sit and play with the fart board. Oh, that's so cute though. Right? That's do we so still cute. have that? We have the break, absolutely. We yeah. do, We, we right? guys talked about it, yeah. Do you want to hear that now? Uh, yeah. Okay, so we'll, we'll play that now uh, which is my favorite moment uh, on the show and as far as a not favorite moment, I don't really have one but let's go back. I don't even know when this was. Rox was like, maybe three or four, so maybe five years ago-ish, something like that. Has to be, right? Okay, so here, enjoy this. We'll play like a sound effect thing. You're going to go in, hear the old school Razamoka break with me, with Roxy, with the fart board, and, <laughs> then, uh, and then we will come back. The one website that, that I found that really changed my life as a parent is so easy to use, and there's nothing to it. There's no pages to click through. There's no video. There's no anything. 
My kid the other night was just not feeling well and she had an upset stomach and didn't want to go to bed and didn't want to eat and was just generally unhappy. She was like real lethargic and everything else. Mm-hmm. And at that point, when you know your, your evening is going downhill with a little kid, uh, you only have a few plays. And when you go through your suggestions that usually fix everything and everything says no, there's one thing that I always keep in my back pocket uh, that I know works. Okay. And it works consistently and it works every single time. And I remember with my dad, even when I was grown before my dad died, one of the things he said to me was, uh, whether you're a boy or a girl, or it doesn't matter how old you are, where you live in the world, how much money you make, uh, how many friends you have, farts will always be funny. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> that was the advice. That was the, the piece of wisdom that my father uh, passed on to me <laughs> before he died. Son, remember this. Uh, yeah. Farts are always funny. So when my kid the other night is just, she's just so defeated and she had a terrible day and just wasn't feeling good. Uh, I had to give it, I had exhausted all my options. And it was at that point I just said, Rox, do you want to play with farts? <laughs> and she perked right up and it's her favorite game in the world. So the website that will change your life, I'm telling you right now, it's the simplest website in the world. And it's simply called the ultimate fart soundboard. Okay. <laughs> now the <laughs> ultimate yeah. fart yeah. soundboard. Now board. don't let that be confused with the fart soundboard this is the ultimate fart soundboard okay and i know what you're thinking ah farts and everything else if you have a kid you know what i'm talking about okay even like little girls my my daughter is almost five and there's nothing in the world that's more uh funny than than farts and it's literally hundreds of just sounds and you just click (laughs) like that right (laughs) that's all it is i'm telling you it's the simplest thing in the world (laughs) right that's that's this is the website that will change your life. Write this down. It's the ultimate fart soundboard. You don't believe me. This is me and my kid the other night when she was having the worst night of her life. You know when you're pooping, there's one way it's called, it's farting actually. When you're pooping, you're farting. That's right. When you're pooping, you're farting. Mm-hmm. Let's see if we can dial this up here. You like the fart board? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your favorite fart sound? Everyone. Everyone. See, I'm telling you. Oh, I love that part. Okay. Which one? Okay, I'll do one. Okay, you find it. Now it's your turn. I'll do this one. We each get two turns at our time. Okay, now you pick your two farts. <laughs> okay. I like, I like that she's like dictating the. Yeah, because you can't take her turn. Right. It is so, I mean, she's so into it and it's so fun. And I'm telling you if, you, if you're a mom and you got a son, if you're a dad, you got a daughter, the ultimate fart soundboard is going to change your existence. It's going to make your weekend this weekend. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> And the windy side. <laughs> that one's called Smoothie. <laughs> Yo, Smoothie is my favorite. Hang on here. That one's. <laughs> that one's called Smoothie. Smoothie. And which one's the side? This like, one? Yeah, that it's one. It's called Uh-oh. <laughs> which is your favorite one? That one. This is called... Uh, Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> it's murder now. Okay, go, go, go. Yo, she's so happy. <laughs> why, do you, why, do you, why are farts funny? Because you have a funny sound. Yeah? She's so happy, C-flat. dude. You. Farts <laughs> <laughs> are really funny. Which one's out? It's called Cheese Dog. You. <laughs> Which ones are the letter ones? What have the numbers or the letters? Um, sometimes because there's two of them. Like this is number two with a bullet. You can click it. What's a bullet, Daddy? Um, it's just a thing. 
we don't need to know what a bullet is. Let's just play with farts, okay? Aww. Okay. This one's called Jurassic. No, I'm finding one. Good one. Good one. Good one. I'm sorry. Whoa, that's too long. That's too long. That one's too long. <laughs> Can I tell you how much people are enjoying this right now on Twitter? Sabrina just said, at Kiss925, I just laughed out so hard at one of the fart noises. A fart came out during my laugh. That's too long. I love doing farts with you, buddy. <laughs> I didn't know that was too long. What about Bean Dipper? Do you want to hear Bean Dipper? No. What about Wet and Wimpy? No. What about Smoothie? Champagne Cork? Dale Earnfart. Trumpeteer. Lawnmower. Bugle Boy. Cello Bello. Gravy Stains? Bowels of the Titanic. Air Biscuit. Fly Swatter. Toadstool. We didn't do that. Cheese Dog. What about James Brown Stains? <laughs> what about The Long and Winded Road? Yeah. What about Forrest Dump? Colin Powell? Maybe. Later match. Then. What about macaroni and squeeze? <laughs> Skid marks? No. Too long. Uh, what was your favorite fart sound? Um, awful. Yeah, you love farts, huh? Yeah. Okay, I love you. Thank you for playing farting with me. Do you want to play another game? Yeah, what game? It's Uncle's Big Up one. Okay. Just like that, she's in a better mood. Website again is what? It's just the ultimate fart soundboard, okay? Be a better parent. Check it out. Dude, she sounds so little. I know. So so little. Oh my God, so cute, dude. It's so nuts. Uh, Okay. Hold on, hold on. Oh my God, I can't believe I did this. What'd you do? I don't know if you can see this. Uh, this is from the video of uh, us talking to Hulk Hogan. Oh yeah, because we were talking handlebar. before we played the fart thing. We were talking about you and uh, and and Hulk Hogan. Yeah, no, okay. I remember it. Like I don't remember it, but I'm, I'm familiar to me now when I see that picture of you with the with the handlebar mustache. Such a weird look, a handlebar mustache. David Mori, favorite. Least I have favorite? a least. I have a least favorite. You have a least favorite. That time I talked to Keanu Rev Reeves. Yeah. Um, and or I was it his brother Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Which one? <laughs> Keanu Reeves. And we're talking about John Wick, the first one. Yeah. And I swore during the interview, and it made it to the radio. That, that, hold without on here. The you tell effect. this story so weird, dude. You tell this story. There's only one way to tell like, it. Like my least favorite part is when I was talking to Keanu Reeves, and I swore, and it made it to the radio. No, what you really your worst moment was when you did an interview that required beeping you didn't beep it submitted it to mocha and mocha played it yeah i mean that's you made techni- it seem like it was an technical- accident no but that's the technical definition no you made it seem like an accident you said the f word yeah. on the yeah. show yeah <laughs> hey and do you want to play that now too <laughs> no 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 no, no, no. no yeah. we're not playing that <sighs> yeah that oh was... I, okay i just thought of a, a least favorite oh you do because it happens once a year for the past eight and a half years okay when once a year oh, damon mori goes on a juice cleanse Right. For like a week in preparation of uh, summer holidays. Right. And because he's not eating and only drinking them juices, oh, he yeah, just turns worst. into an ultimate nightmare. That's right. When's the last time you did a juice cleanse? I didn't do one last year. Yeah. No, that's, two years I, ago. I remember that because remember, we and I had a conversation last Ooh. year about how great Mori was over the holidays yeah. because he wasn't a monster. <laughs> oh. Don't forget when I, when I came back from my trip to Portugal and I was all depressed. Oh, God. Yeah. There was that too. Maury yeah. went to, went to Paul, Portugal and was like, eat, praying, and loving life. 
and uh, came back and just hated everything here, hated his life, hated the show, hated us, oh. could only want it to be back in Portugal. And that took months for you to get over. I remember I went to the boss's office crying. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Right? <laughs> oh, that's right. I remember that. Uh, Kevin Rogers asks, what is your favorite beverage of all time? Okay. Favorite of all time. Go for it, Maury. I love a can of Brio. Whenever I eat pizza, really? I'm obsessed with, only when I eat pizza, only when I eat pizza, I love a can what of Brio. What does Brio taste like? It's like Italian soda, but it kind of tastes like licorice pop. Like black licorice pop? Yeah, yeah. it's oh, black licorice. Man, that is good stuff right there. But I also love- Have you tried the Brio, um, the Brio vodka? No, there's such a thing? Yeah. They saw it at the LCBO. Brio oh, vodka. For Christmas, can you yeah. get me Brio vodka? No. <laughs> Matthew, Matthew won't let you drink that anyway, man. Hold on, that's your favorite beverage of all because time? Because it just brings back Brio? lots of memories and stuff. But I also really love chai lattes. Right, yeah. What about your sangrias that you always talk about drinking? Oh, I like those, but a chai latte? You like chai latte more than sangria? I do. Really? Yeah, I absolutely do. Uh, my favorite beverage, it's a toss-up between, I mean, water. <laughs> um, uh, you like coffee. Coffee uh, and uh, cider. Yeah. Which do I like the most? I mean, I enjoy- you drink c- coffee more. I, no, I don't. I drink more cider than I do coffee. Ooh. Um, why? Why do you say that? <laughs> do you, I don't know. Why do you say that? Like, I got a problem. <laughs> like, you're about to intervention Because you right drink now. a lot of coffee. I don't drink a lot of coffee. No, not in here. But he you, drinks like two. I thought maybe. during the day you drink like seven cups. No, no, no. I used to. Okay. I, I used to drink, um, before we did this show, when I was just working regular days, I would never not have a coffee in my hand all day. Anytime I passed the coffee machine, because coffee's free at ET Canada, yeah. anytime I passed the machine, I would just fill up my cup. And so I always had coffee going. And then I just stopped. It sucked for a little while. But now I have, I have one in the morning when I wake up. I have one in here when we in the morning, mm-hmm. and then I have one at two thirty in the afternoon. So I have wow. three. Oh, nice. Three. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I would say I'm about the same. I used to drink a lot of yeah. coffee throughout the day, but I have one on my drive into work. Every now and then, I may have one during the show, mm-hmm. but then I have one as soon as I get home from work. I'll have another like around 3.30. I'll either yeah. make like a coffee or I'll just have a full out uh, espresso. Yeah. See, because- so it's three to four. And I never finished one. And I discovered, I was reading a thing, I just come constantly reading things about sleep and different sort of techniques and, and what works and what doesn't work when it comes to sleep. And I came across a few years ago something called the caffeine nap, which I'm a huge fan of. Mm-hmm. And if you've never tried the caffeine nap, uh, it goes like this, which is if you need to nap or because I'm always like, listen to your body. If your body needs to shut down for 20 minutes, you really should try and shut it down for 20 minutes. If you can find a place to just close your eyes for 20 minutes, whether you're actually asleep or you meditate or whatever it is, you need to shut down for 20. Um, if that's what your body says, sometimes longer. But caffeine naps, because in the middle of the day when you take a nap, oftentimes you wake up and you're groggy AF, yeah. right? Like oh. you're so, you're just not right. And it takes you a long time to just get back to a point of where you can walk around like a yeah, human actually being. actually happened to me yesterday, yesterday yeah. afternoon. So caffeine naps go like this, which is, when you're tired, when you're when you are right at that point where you're going to take a nap, have a coffee, drink the whole thing in like three sips or half a cup of coffee. Go down, take your nap. When you wake up from your nap, that caffeine will have kicked in. Yeah. So when you wake up from your nap, you're ready to go. It's as if it's 
two hours after you woke up in the morning where you're caffeinated and you're good and you're focused. So I'm a huge fan of that. Like if I need to lie down for an hour or 45 minutes, I'll have a coffee right before I lie down and I get up and it's like go time. It's awesome. You know, I don't know if that works for me. I've tried that. Even drinking an espresso at 3.30 in the afternoon. Yeah. I'm still like an hour, two hours later, I could drop asleep at that moment. Right. And when I go down for the night to sleep, mm-hmm. I don't toss and turn. I, as soon as my eyes close, I'm out. That's yeah. it. I'm yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, But have you tried? But I don't know if that's just but, like but have you tried, straight up exhausting. Have you tried coffee and immediate nap? Because uh, I'm I, the same as you. My coffee in the afternoon, I'm still as tired afterwards. But if I have a coffee and then I immediately have a nap, it's when I wake up from the nap that I feel great. Yeah, you know what? I haven't really paid attention. Wait, I have done yeah. that. I just haven't paid attention to well, how I feel when I wake Are you using decaf? Up. No. Okay. Never. Yeah, decaf is weird. Catherine will drink decaf every now and then. And I'm like, oh, what? I mean, how do they get the caffeine out? Well, it's not. A, it's, you don't put it in. Science. Yeah, science more. Oh, here we go. Lisa. If you had BO and someone offered you their deodorant, would you use it? <laughs> who? 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 If you had BO yeah. and somebody offered. Okay. Yeah. So if you had BO, yeah. Roz, yes. and Maury said to you, here's my deodorant, would you use it? No. I wouldn't use Maury's deodorant. Why? I don't know. You're dirty. I'm not. I actually. No, I know you're a clean guy. Like, I know you shower quite frequently and everything like else. Like, waist up, not knees down, not. Ew. Uh, <laughs> that is disgusting. Uh, I don't even want to uh, know. I, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Don't continue. I don't want to know. Like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. There's just certain things you got to do in your life, man. You got to clean your teeth. You got to wash your butt. And you just got to be kind to people, right? Those are three things that we can all do. Two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> Just wash your butt, man. Uh, that wasn't two out of three. <laughs> exactly. I'm kind to people. Uh-huh. Let me see. If I, yeah. No, I, I, gee, I don't know. It really depends on who. It, yeah, it depends on who it is. And it depends on if the deodorant has a scent and what that scent is. Right. Yeah, jeez. Right. I don't know. I don't know. It depends on who it is. I, I'm sure that there are people where I, 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 I would because yeah. I'm often in situations where I would hate to have BO because you got to get up close and personal with people and you're standing there and I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. I don't want to be that guy. So yes, in, 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 in a situation, yes, but definitely not if Maury was the one offering. (laughs) (laughs) What if I wiped the top? With what though? Like if I just, your dirty shirt or your underpants? A napkin? No, but then your dirty hands still have to touch the napkin. I just don't want it. It's too close. It's too close. And I'll tell you, can I tell you another reason why, Maury, that I don't think that I would ever use your deodorant? Because I don't think that you would ever let me forget about that time that I used your deodorant and you saved the day. I don't think I could let you have that. Yeah, he'd bring it up every year. Hey, Ron, guess what? Today is the the one year anniversary of the time I let you use my deodorant. Or we'd be in like a similar place again. Or, Or I think after that, what he would do is he would just like go out of his way to smell me. (laughs) <laughs> so he could consistently offer me deodorant or other things. Okay, Josh asks this. You and a super intelligent snail both get $5 million. However, if the snail touches you, you die. It always knows where you are and is always slowly crawling towards you. What's your plan? Yeah, but a snail moves at a snail's pace. Yeah, but eight hours of sleep more is like eight hours. Of sl- a snail can go far in eight hours. Yeah. What's However, if the snail touches you... Now, does that include if you're wearing... I imagine skin, snail to skin. Okay. So why can't I just like with my sneakers step on the snail? No, but like what if you're sitting there watching television? What if you watch a movie? Yeah. Right? And, And the snail comes up on the back of the couch and just gets on your neck. 
Or oh, that damn snail. Right? Yeah, Can't you just right. close the door? No, the snail's going to get in, man. No, listen. It always yeah. knows where you it are. It always knows oh, where you are. It knows I'm way. on the other side of the room. I can close the door, put a towel down, and move on with okay, my Okay, so life. what happens when you leave the room? It always knows where you are. What happens? You're driving okay, in the you car in the, the morning. You can open the door from a distance. With what? Like if you uh, attach a hanger on the door, no, pull okay. the door open so you're far enough away so that the snails, because snails don't jump. Right, but what if the snail figures out a way to get on your hanger? No, but if the hanger's on my side, I can pull it open, see where the snail is, and run through the door frame. And then what? But then I'm but then ahead of the snail. But at some point during the day, that snail is still going to know exactly where you are. Yeah. You're forever going to be trying to run away or... But it's, you're running away from something that goes so slow. Can I tell you how the snail would get you more? And how the snail would get all of us? How? Because I know what the snail would do. Because I would do the same thing if I was the snail. Which is? Hang out on the underside of your toilet seat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't see it. Yeah, get you right on the bum. Oh, and then it goes right into your bum? And then it just goes right into your bum. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and then boom, you're dead. Yeah, <laughs> death by and snail. Broke. Way to die. And broke. Yeah. <laughs> and broke. And broke. Snails took my money. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what happened. And Maury would be sitting there with a coat hanger in his hand, with his pants down, <laughs> broken, dead in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, man, man. Maury, if you were dead in the bathroom with your pants down and a coat hanger in your hand attached to the doorknob, <laughs> Matthew would never forgive you. I don't even think I don't even think Matthew would give you a funeral at that point. I'd <laughs> be so embarrassed. <laughs> he just throw you down the chute. <laughs> Sebastian says, what's something as an adult you still haven't figured out? For me, it's folding fitted bed sheets. Oh, yeah, that's another one. <laughs> what is something as an adult that you still haven't figured out oh, how to do? man. Well, years ago, I could have said driving, but I am now a licensed driver. You as are. Of, as of two years ago, so there's that. I mean, me, it's swimming. Swimming, that's right. I'm so grown-ass man, I don't know how to swim. That's right. And I bought a house recently that has a big old <laughs> swimming pool in the backyard. That's so I just right. hang out in the shallow end. That's right. You can't swim. How um, about you, Maury? Saving money. I would just say money in general. <laughs> money in general, yeah. 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 Like, Forever in the reds. Yeah. Like, I would just say your ability to just manage funds. And how to bend over and put my socks on. You had to what? Huh? <laughs> like, I always have to, like, I, cannot, I can't just... Like putting my socks on, I have to lift my leg. Why don't you do sit to put your socks on? Because that's even more difficult. Is it really? What? Hold on. Take your shoes and your socks off right now. Why is and that go more sit di- on that couch. Why is that more difficult? Well, the only way is if you bend your legs, right? Right. Because no, but you can't like bend over or is it just because your belly gets in the way? Well, yeah, but I, okay. mean, I don't need to say that. Okay. No, but that's clearly so, like so also, demonstrate right now. Try to put your socks on. Just so bend. Why are your socks so thick? I know. It's like 25 degrees outside today, and you're wearing because these... Because it was cold this morning. Okay, You're go. wearing socks like you're a construction worker working in f- okay. minus 50 degree weather yeah. outside. So, not bending my legs. Maury's feet look like they're going camping. <laughs> okay, try and... I can't do it. Try so- and put your socks on. Your socks look like an elephant drunk. Yeah, <laughs> Maury... Maury's bending over. What is? What do you find difficult? Is it, the, is it like where... Not peeing uh, while doing No, okay, where does it hurt? My stomach. Your stomach. It hurts your stomach to put a sock on. <laughs> Super weird, dude. Like, this is why. Why? Yeah. Yeah. This, is, this is why. Why are you limping now? This <laughs> is why. He just gave himself a cramp. Yeah, he gave himself a cramp. That couple of seconds just made you limp. Yeah. But this is why I, I, I usually put my socks on before I put my pants on. Yeah. Because the sort of the belt and the button gets in the way. Okay. I put my socks on if I wear socks before pants. 
Same. Always, because my jeans are so tight. It yeah, goes then underwear, your jeans get into what the socks. Was, what was Pants. that thud? Oh, that was my foot going down Did you to just the put your sock back on? Yeah. You did. So what did you do? So your technique is to stand. And I lift it up. And I you lift, lift a leg. foot up, and then you hook the end of your foot into the sock. Yeah, I lift my and leg And then like, gravity does what gravity yeah. does, huh? Okay. Wow, interesting. <laughs> you were wildly out of shape, my man. Yo, don't you go to the gym, though? You used to go like... Yeah, twice a week. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Isn't it funny? Still, huh? You know what I mean? And you're still out of shape like that. Yeah, I, I might, I've just completed 90 spin classes. Yeah. 90 spin wow. classes, and you can't put a sock on without getting winded? <laughs> it shows. So weird. I wouldn't tell anybody you know what where it is? you go. If I, was, if I was the instructor at that spin cult you go to, I'd be like, hey, more great class today. By the way, if anybody asks... You were you never here. You were never here. <laughs> is it because you just Uber Eats all the time? Well, I eat before I go to spin, so I had a full burrito before spin. <laughs> does, Matthew, does, so Math, does Matthew know about burrito? No. No, no. And then what do you eat after? Oh, when I got home, Matthew has made dinner. He made God. pasta. Who and has sauce. a burrito as a snack? That's a that's a yeah. very ambitious snack. That's like that one time when I was in America. It was the most American thing I'd ever seen. I was at a bar uh in uh like a pub in Los Angeles and there was this family that had come in and we were all sitting on the patio and they were huge, like American huge. Like thick, solid thick. Yeah. And there was four of them all sitting there. And they were just looking over the menus and everything else. And I'll never forget this, which is the dad, who was not the biggest of the crew, but the the dad looked at the waiter and went, okay, so uh, I'm going to start with the bacon cheeseburger. Start? Yes. (laughs) That's his appetizer? Yes. He started with the bacon (laughs) cheeseburger. Right? So much food. So much food. Oh. That's what you remind me of, Maury. Oh, no, no. Every week on Instagram, at Kiss925, we'll post a picture that reads Ask Razamoka. That is uh, where you get to load up the comment section, ask your questions, and we will answer them on the following podcast. Don't forget to leave your rating and or review on Apple Podcasts because we love reading those out uh, on future episodes as well. Thank you for listening. This has been episode uh, 101 of the Raz and Mocha Show podcast. Also, watch out for that snail. He's going to get you <laughs> under the toilet seat. Right on the butt. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Raz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.